I'm done, Daddy. Okay. Don't forget to wipe, flush, and wash your hands. Now we have to wipe ourselves, Teddy. I'll show you how. Wipe, wipe, wipe yourself. Always front to back. Carefully, carefully. Now you have the knack. Wipe, wipe, wipe yourself. Always front to back. Carefully, carefully. Now you have the knack. Batman. Yeah, a triple experience. Yeah, yeah, buddy. Oh, gosh. There was, there was a thing about it in the... In the... Uh, the, the, the Ghostbusters parody kind of turned me off. To I'm going to bust form. a dark nut in your ass. <laughs> Welcome, folks. It's CouchCast <laughs> number 5050. Yay. We have made it this far. I am Master Torgo. I am Dr. Vlog. The famous Paul. 80s Jeff. And Dave Raider. Yeah, we yeah. got a full couch tonight. Well, we're here to talk Weekend Geek. Before we get into all that good stuff... Free comic book day. Who did it? I did it, but I went to Comic Oasis, which is the place up by me on the northwest side of town. It's a nice place, but by the time I got there, mm-hmm. it was like one or two in the afternoon, most of the shit was gone, man. What did they leave you with? Um, just just a, two or three comic books. So I went down to Avatar Comics, oh, which yeah, yeah. not a lot of people, I guess, know about. No, they're fairly new. Yeah, they're new, I and they're not... Primarily comics. No, there are a lot of games workshop oh, totally stuff. totally Warhammer. When I walked in there, every table was taken by games workshop stuff. Wow. It was crazy. I, I went in and I... Were people playing? Yeah, they were playing. Oh, cool. Oh, they were playing. And there's a bunch of other guys playing Magic. So I just had my pick of all the, uh, all the stuff. Nice. Yeah. Um, I did not buy anything on Free Comic Book Day. I no. did look for book three of Scalped. If, if anyone uh, wants to read a new book, Scalped. It's a good book to read. Yeah, it is. I love it. You it's, turned me on to that one. Yeah, That's a great book. It's just apparently really hard to find right now because everyone's buying a damn thing. I can't get book three, and I won't buy book four, five, and six until I read book three. Makes Word. sense. So. Now, Jeff, you got the full shebang, though, didn't you? Um, well, I mean, I got, I got like seven comic books out of the eight uh, that you were allowed to get at Alternate Reality. Ironically, as I'm like about to walk out... I run into uh, Kirsten, and as Kirsten and I are talking, I turn around and there's Paul too. So that was kind of weird, but uh, um, there, it was a it was a decent selection. Uh, they were, you know, interesting. They're very short. I mean, yeah. Um, one of the more interesting ones I picked up was the uh, War of the Superman, which I guess it's it's supposed to be issue zero. There's a new War of the Superman coming out. It's basically based on the whole, you know. Like Superman. It? I, and, um, I I, I kind of like it. It's really, really short. I, mean, I think they could go with a, a pretty deep story on this one, but, uh, you know, it's essentially, you know, rolls along that line where, um, you know, uh, Kal-El and Zod and the, and the Kandorians have founded New Krypton, and Zod is declaring war on the Earth. And uh, Again? Yeah. It uh, looks very well drawn, yeah. and, it, and it looks like it's got a good story. My problem with it is, uh, I thought Free Comic Book Day was to get people who wouldn't normally buy that line of comic books, or wouldn't buy comic books at all, to buy them. That, to me, like a lot of the DC titles, seems to be... like uh, How do I say this? Um, it seems like it, 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 there's so much stuff that's based on past stuff that you need to know, that it's mm-hmm. kind of hard to get into. DC is really hard. I was raised on Marvel, and it's 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 
almost impenetrable for me to get into the DC mythos. Oh, it's yeah. the same it's really, thing really for hard. me with Marvel sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, no, it's, it works both it's ways. not unique to yeah, it's either. whatever you were raised on. I've seen Superman stories that I thought were easy to get into because, okay, you know Superman, he flies around, he's super strong, da 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 go. Uh, you know Lois Lane, that's his little love interest, wonderful, go. But this... It's Superman with Zod, and they're talking about Kal-El, and Kandor, and Supergirl, and all this other crazy well, see, stuff. See, I know like, a lot what? of that stuff just from watching... Uh, yeah. You small, do. Small I do. Really got me you guys do. Stuff. Average person? Not a clue, baby. Well, but see, you know what? The average person didn't go to Free Comic Book Day. And that's, that's where I think Free Comic Book Day is actually not about getting new people into comics. It's about getting your asses back in the comic book store so you buy other things while you're in there getting and your free I did. comic books. I, I, bought, I bought a comic while I was there. I bought uh, an IDW Star Trek Captain Log Ralph thing that awesome, had Sulu. Yeah, Ralph had an awesome back, backlog sale of a bunch of old books. Smart. And it was 25 cents a book. Jesus, so thought, was it yeah. that cheap? Yeah. I didn't see that. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I Every, saw them out there, but I didn't realize they were that cheap. Twenty-five cents a book, so I bought a bunch of stuff, oh, real sure. cheap, just for fun, you know. Pick I up like some that grab bag stuff. stuff. It's nice, man. Just pick up some books. I got a cool DS9 with uh, Dax and Kor- Koloth on the cover with their batlets out. Nice. It was pretty cool. I just I picked was... up uh, the Guild. Oh yeah, the, the oh yeah. I forgot that was coming. Did the comic? Yeah, it's like a prequel thing. Deb wanted it, so I went in there, looked for it. It was pretty good. Cool. Actually, she just she walked in there and got episode. Uh, episode. She just walked in there and got the the second issue. edition, second issue of the Guild. They didn't have huh. the first. I had to go back in. It's always good when your girlfriend goes into a comic book store without you. No joke. <laughs> <laughs> I got the comics I wanted. I got the the GI Joe comic I wanted, and uh, a bunch of other cool stuff. So. Oh my god! We walked into the uh, this is okay. There's comic book stores, then there's deep. Deep geek stores like Little Shop of Magic. I love this place. Yeah, they sell me all my Dungeons and Dragons stuff. So Deb and I are coming out like from having a nice dinner, and she, and it's like right down the street. She's like, "Oh, I'll stop in a store." I'm like, oh, "Love you." So uh, <laughs> we stop in the store, and she's like the only chick in there, right? And there's there's a deep nerd bunk. Yep, is oh. there? Yeah. There's one guy yeah. that walked by. Oh. There's nerd oh. funk at the comic book stores. Whoa. <laughs> oh man! What and of course, us? she's walking around. Everyone's looking. It smells girl. like ammonia, girl. I think it's I think it's cat pee. Yeah, <laughs> it's so <laughs> gross. And what she's saying for through all this, she's like, "Oh my god, I need to get the miniature that looks just like." No, that doesn't have a long enough bow. No, that's not an elf. No, that doesn't have long hair. It's got to be the perfect miniature. So you and you, in the you back, can, you're hearing. So you somebody... can hear the rub of the jeans <laughs> as the tightening begins. Yeah, I was, yeah. was going to say yeah. somewhere in there, somebody's going, "Oh, uh, uh, <laughs> a selective woman." Who wishes for her pewter miniature to match her perfectly? Oh, I must obtain her stats. Exactly. And you know what's sad? You know what's sad? I must be taken for granted because the only thing I can think is Jesus Christ. Would you just settle for the Reaper miniature? There's like six. <laughs> there's like six of these fucking things, and they look exactly like your character, except it doesn't have a great bow. Yeah, no, fuck. dude, it's grass is always greener. That's all. That's all. You know. That's 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 life. That's, yeah, life. that's true. Don't know what you got till it's gone. Well, it's also May the fourth. <laughs> May the, the fourth, fourth be with, with you. That can only mean one thing. It's Davinator's birthday. Hey, bastards. May the fourth be with you. David's young. He's not the, getting our references. Happy <laughs> birthday, Master And for the rest of us, it's Star Wars Day, yeah. official. I can't wait till it's nationally recognized and we get to take the damn day off. I can't wait till Jedi as a religion is nationally recognized. <laughs> well, Lucasfilm's giving us a little something back on this fine day. To honor the holiday, Lucasfilms teamed up with Jib Jab, 
to Jeff. allow us <laughs> to create our own personalized version of The Empire Strikes Back. So you can visit JibJab or StarWars.com, upload headshots of you and your friends to play the roles of Han Solo, Luke Skywalker, Princess Leia, and Lando Calrissian. Pick play, and you'll appear in a two-minute retelling of the best film of the Star Wars. Well, well Barry, we totally I guess you've got that. a project for our heads to do. <laughs> uh, you've got to make me Princess Leia. You are Princess Leia. That's right. In my mind. I am. Except a lot bigger. <laughs> and with a very well, Rob and Dave are all jealous of your I birthday. Recognize your foul stench when jealous I first got aboard yeah. this station. Charming <laughs> to the last. Uh. <laughs> all right, let's go into news you don't give a shit about. Shit, shit, shit. Poop, poop, poop. <laughs> News you don't give a shout, shit about the web digging sleuths at Stitch Kingdom. What? Stitch Kingdom? Have uncovered a series of URLs registered recently by Disney. Uh-oh. They reveal plans for not one, not two, but... Oh, loads of new stage shows and musicals <laughs> to be adapted from big screen movies. Turn off the dark. Some of them have already happened, some we've known about, and some are complete and total head-scratchers. Here we go. A small list of uh, what's coming up to Broadway and its ilk from Disney. And you're going to be excited about all these, I know. Oh, some of these really make me go. Aladdin. Okay, that'll work. All right, see? I thought that that was already musical. musical. Like you said, some of these we know about. The movie was a musical, that'll work. Alice in Wonderland. Sure. Yeah? Calendar Girls. Huh? Really? What? What the hell's Calendar Girls? Was that, that an Affleck old movie? Old chicks. Yeah, old chicks making a nudie uh, calendar. Oh, dude, no! Old British <laughs> chicks. That makes me unhappy. It's the full Monty for the oh, ladies. God, why is Minnelli's going to be in that, isn't she? <laughs> what? No. No. Citizen Ruth. Who? Uh, that, that, I've never seen that. Me, me, me neither, actually. Isn't uh, that? No. Am I th- I'm thinking the wrong person. Coyote Ugly. Oh, the music. Oh. Fa- owns that. Apparently so. Of course. Boo. The father of the bride. The father really? of the bride. Really? The flamingo kid. Whatever. Whatever. Freaky Friday. Uh, Good. Hunchback uh, of Notre Dame. Sure. Fine. Oh, wasn't that a- the Jungle Book? All right. Yep. That's a musical. The Nightmare Before Christmas. Yes. Pirates of the Caribbean. No. No. <laughs> Pollyanna. Sure. Romy and Michelle's high school reunion. <laughs> Shakespeare in love. Sure. Sister act. Sure. Grown Step more. up. Oy. Step Ooh. up. Toy Story. Step off. Toy Story. Toy Story, uh, that could work. Toy Story will break my heart if I saw it in theater. You want to see a man cry. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, oh. Yellow Submarine. Yeah. So there you are. There's the list of Disney... Registered musicals. That right there also reads like a reason why I don't like Broadway. Now this is the reason because it has nothing to do with Broadway. Yeah, it has nothing to do with Broadway at all. It's just Disney. It's just Disney. Disney making money. News you don't give a shit about. Stephen King's The Dark Tower. Yes. An epic fantasy series encompassing seven novels and a smattering of shorter stories that yes. also touches on nearly every major work in his canon is once again moving forward to the screen, according to Deadline New York. Whoa. That's the good news. The bad news? Property has been passed out of the hands of Bad Robot, J.J. Abrams' production company, and is reportedly close to being picked up by Brian Grazer and Rod Howard's Imagine Entertainment. Well. Grazer will produce, Howard will direct, and... Akiva Goldsman. Yeah, that's weird. The man known for such fan favorites as Batman and Robin and the film version of Lost in Space will write the project. Oh, that 
which is being envisioned for both film and TV franchise. So, yeah. Wow. So much for that. Uh, well, <laughs> there's something I'm never going to watch. Yeah. <laughs> News you don't give a shit about. White Castle. Wait. What? I give a lot I, of shit. I, I, I like shit that. about White Castle all the time. <laughs> I, used to, I used to, on the weekend, eat 15 of those things. You couldn't help but give a shit about White Castle. You don't That's get full you... until you're like 10 in anyway. Buddy. Oh, you never had one. Oh, oh, my God. So good. Oh, I sent literally. That was, no wonder I didn't. Oh, whatever. The frozen I, ones don't do it justice. No, they don't. They no, don't I've never the tried thing. the frozen ones either. No, it's not the same, but oh, God. Sliders. You know, it, oh. kill, it kills me like the last, well, not this pre- last time I went home, but like the time before that, I went back to Missouri and... I I went to the place where the last remaining White Castle in the Kansas City area was, okay. and it was gone. Oh, and it was one of those moments where you're just like, "What has happened to this franchise?" <laughs> yeah, it's I not mean, been it's, good. I mean, apparently they're all over the state of Texas. Yeah, that makes sense. But they're nowhere else in the United States now. Yeah. And Her- apparently Her- it started Kumar like happens? in Kansas. So seriously, yeah. <laughs> Like Scary. Wichita, Kansas, supposedly. Oh. Go figure that one out. Well, White Castle is selling scented candles. Oh. <laughs> Burger scented candles? These are not run-of-the-mill scented candles that smell like apples and cinnamon or fresh linen with a White Castle logo slapped on them. No, when you light them, the, quote, steam grilled on a bed of onion scent... Of America's first fast food hamburger. Oh, shut your mouth, because that smells like love to me. Will waft pleasantly through your home. Let me tell you. But they're for a good cause. Net proceeds from the sales of the candles will go toward Autism Speaks, a nonprofit organization dedicated to autism research and awareness. If you're interested in the charitable oniony burger scented candles. <laughs> they are available at White Castle's online store for ten dollars. That a pop. would be fun to get one actually. But and a light one and be like, what the fuck is that smell? <laughs> <laughs> this is summer of ninety seven? Ninety six. Two hours in the car. Summer of ninety six. No, 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 no. No. I was staying at this crazy uh like haunted old farmhouse. Awesome. And uh, and I was there was no air conditioning, and it was summer in Kentucky. No, oh, yeah. All right, so it is moist. Well, I went this balmy evening out to the castle, and I got myself a sack of fifteen and a shake. Fifteen? Yeah, bro. I was I was bigger than I am now. I used to be really big. Holy humpty uh, dumpty! Yeah. So uh, I went and I ate all of these fifteen burgers. And I promptly went to bed, which is what you do, right? You eat a bunch of food and you go to bed. Well, what kind of shake was it? Uh, chocolate shake. Oh, Jesus. But what happened <laughs> through the evening right. was that oh, no. I began to sweat profusely because it was a hot summer night and there was no AC. And by morning, I awoke to the smell <laughs> of White Castle. <laughs> but that smell was emanating from my sopping wet t-shirt white castle had basically osmosed directly through my body permeating layers of flesh and organ and 
burning itself onto my T-shirt. I took the T-shirt off, and I and I could, it wasn't me anymore. It was I could smell it in the T-shirt. It was so gross. Yeah, I sweat White Castle, and it really it put me off White Castles for years, for wow. years after that. That was the grossest thing of my life. Wow. Oh, one of wow. the grossest things of my life. So if you want to relive Paul's <laughs> night sweats. Well, I mean, it's a powerful smell. I, I, I understand why they made a candle of it. It's a powerful smell. No, I can't yeah. understand why they made a candle of it. Why, why would somebody buy that? If you have fond memories. <laughs> if you didn't destroy you know yourself I, by eating them. I might have to get one just, uh, just to find just it. Just to fire really, it up and I see what if it you is. Fire it up, if you fire it up around a bunch of fatties, they'd all go, oh shit, somebody's cooking whiteies. And, and you'd be like, nope, it's just a candle. And then they'd eat you. <laughs> or the candle. Or the candle. Oh, I'd be so gross. Ugh. And pour the wax down their throat. Sounds like have a you ever seen what's the going Mandel's in my mouth. Commercial? The what? The Mandel's commercial is a, no. a comedy commercial where the... It was like candles for men. Oh, so, candles! Yeah, and they had like if, these were totally fictional, and they had um, scents of like pepperoni pizza and Jim Locker <laughs> and uh, Dick Butkus. There's <laughs> 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 all these random man things, but the commercial is great. You gotta go Google it. Dick Butkus. I mean, it's like thing. it's a high quality commercial. Somebody put some real production value into that this commercial. Funny. Uh, here, let me be Paul for a second. Look it up, Barry. Go no. to YouTube. <laughs> link, yes. Oh, wait. Share that with, link our, anything, with our audio ass. audience. You never link anything, you ass. Link it in my balls. What else <laughs> you got? News you don't give a shit about. Poop, poop, poop. Shit, shit, shit. shit. Poop, Deadline poop, Hollywood poop. is reporting <laughs> that Troublemaker Studios has hired David Ayer to not only write, but also direct a remake of Commando. Oh, man, why? Dude, what was wrong with the first one? Let off some Nothing. steam, Bennett. It was perfect. Now, if you're not familiar with the title, Commando is the 1985 movie starring Arnold Schwarzenegger about a Special Forces soldier whose daughter is kidnapped in an attempt to get him to kill a rival of the man who kidnapped her, ultimately leading him to kill every single man that gets in his way. And who was that daughter, anyone? Alyssa Milano. Precisely. Pretty much the same plot as every Schwarzenegger movie. Schwarzenegger slash Stallone. Yeah, all of them. Remember when I said I'd kill you last? I lied. Commando was cool, though. I remember watching that as a kid and being like, whoa, what the (laughs) F-bombs? That's a crazy movie. before my time. It's a goofy movie. It's goofy (laughs) as hell. Well, you watch it now, it does not hold up. Oh, I'm sure it does Imagine that. It does not. But it's funny. It's fun to watch. I still like watching it. It's hilarious. That's what I mean. It's funny. Like when he grabs that dude and just like pulls his arm out and then takes the machete and whacks his arm off and the dude's all like, Wah! It was like it was completely I love, he goes there was MacGyver, no point to that move, but goes, it was just like oh, he cut that dude's arm off. Yeah, he goes MacGyver in that shed, man. He yeah. goes nuts. <laughs> Comes out and throws those the, the little saw, the saw blades, blades and yeah, they're like, Wah! Yeah. <laughs> like, no way. Fake any fake. It's really funny though. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this week in geek time, the full official official. Well, Warner Brothers just announced the official release date for Christopher Nolan's Batman 3. Yes. So when can we plan to see The Dark Knight return to the big screen? 2012. That's right, July 20th, 2012 to be exact. So there it is, in stone, till they move it. My slightly late birthday present. Now, I'm going to ask the question that everyone wants to know. Who are the big enemies? I tell you who no it should be. They no, haven't uh, no released any no details should be yet. Raz al Ghul again. I, I'm sure there's all sorts of r- rumor. Because Raz al Ghul is his greatest enemy. His, he's undead. 
He keeps coming back. Wait, more so than the Joker? It you really is, think well, Ra's al Ghul? No. I, yeah. think, I think it needs to be Ra's al Ghul. Who are well, the big enemies that, that are left? Obviously, there's the Riddler, the Penguin. Uh, Riddler's what I'm hearing, but... Catwoman. Catwoman. Why you Give me Ra's al Ghul. Cat, like Catwoman would be good if they do it I right, feel, because... I feel Ra's al Ghul's going to come back. That's where my money's at. All right. What do you think? I'd like to see them do a, like several smaller criminals like uh, Killer Croc and Clayface and... Oh, not not the not the big flashy ones that have already been done. Yes, I'd like to see someone new, like Man Bat. <laughs> man Bat, what the wow. fuck is Man Bat, dude? Man, watch watch Red, the animated Red series. It was in the first episode. Red Hood, Anarchy. Yeah. How about Anarchy? Yeah, great. <laughs> That's gonna take Jeez. you. I wanted to fight Anarchy. Blah. Harley Quinn. That could yeah. be fun. But you, you Harley need Quinn could back. be fun. Can't do it without Joker though. And you no. can't do Joker now. You can't do Joker now. Nope. Though. Done. No Give it another movie. Tom Tom. Dare do that. Tom Tom. Tom Tom. They make which GPS way, yes. systems. Which yes. way, Lulu? Oh, I heard about this. I know what you're going to say. They've what? introduced some new additions to their Uh-oh. lineup of celebrity GPS voices. Starting today, motorists Vader. in the United Kingdom can purchase the voice of Darth Vader. It is Vader. To their GPS system. Oh, my system. God. Yes, the very Only voice in the UK? of the Dark Lord of the Sith will guide to your destination, saying things like, Depart. Your destiny lies with me. Obi-Wan knew this to be true. Turn around when possible. I find your lack of faith disturbing. Then take the third left. Sense your way. Left turn ahead. Then go around the roundabout. The circle is now complete. Sith exit. If that comes to the States... The Stormtrooper Mobile will have that. The TomTom website has examples of the sound. Uh, Star Wars fans can expect further releases of C-3PO in June, Yoda in July, and Han Solo in August. Can they just get like a mix and match? We're going to die! According (laughs) to the press release, U.S. fans can apparently download Vader for $12.95, but TomTom's site doesn't show the option for paying with American currency. Whatever. I'm kind of surprised you don't have a Tom Tom with the the Homer Simpson recordings, Paul. Uh, no. Can you record your own voice? It's up on the right. I don't know if you can. I don't think so because that's a lot of stuff you have to record. Record your own voice? I guess you could. Yeah, why not? Turn left five down. miles. You have to do all the numbers. That's a that's a lot of studio stuff. You have to be so stuff. full of yourself to do that. And then you I have to atta- then you have to attach <laughs> yourself. No, you have to know some some programming shit to do uh, that. No, I totally do that. I want the Darth Vader mod. I need a Darth Vader Tom Tom birthday squared away. Well, I heard some of the audio samples, it's, and it's, it's plus. It's I good. It'd be awesome. Kick-ass director Matthew Vaughn will helm X Men First Class. The new chapter in 20th Century Fox blockbuster series of films based on the Marvel comics. X-Men First Class begins production this summer for a June 3rd, 2011 release. So 2011 is busting up. Is this a prequel? X-Men babies, they make their dreams come Uh, true. Why do they always do prequels? X-Men babies. Brian Singer, who conceived the first story for for First Class and directed the original X-Men and its X2 sequel, is producing. Every time they get some good movies going, and you, you think, "All right, well, let's let's see what else is happening." Those in this, first in this two character. were great. They always go back. 
They did it with Bond. They did it with Star Trek. They did it with Star Wars. Now they're doing it with this. How about, why don't we see what happens further along the timeline? Um, it's probably because a lot of actors' contracts ran out after the third one, sure. and so they have to bring them back with uh, big money, and some of them we probably don't want back. <clears throat> Storm, so... <laughs> she wouldn't do it anyway. Halle Berry hated that thing, and we hated her in it, so yep. it's all right. Yep. It's mutual. She was, she was like Kirsten Dunst. <laughs> Fuck her. I don't yeah. like doing comic book movies. Blur to blur. But if they do a fourth one, that means it's all new contracts, which means a hell of a lot of money to dole out. Hooray! So, prequel. Brand new faces. I said it's money. Goddamn. Yeah. Now, we here at the Ugly Couch Show admire all forms of extreme dedication, especially the absolutely insane forms. Absolutely. I don't like where this is going. A California steel contractor. I know this. Named Mike Lady. L-E- wait, 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 what? L-E-Y-D-E. Lady. Mike Lady. Yeah. Nice. Recently displayed one such type of persistence by playing a single round of his casual game of choice. Bejeweled 2. For oh, 2,205 yeah. hours and 51 minutes over the course of three years. In that time, he collected four billion, sorry, four million eight hundred seventy-five thousand two hundred twenty-nine gems, earning the game's highest calculable score, two billion one hundred forty-seven million four hundred eighty-three thousand six hundred forty-seven. At which point, the score display got really perplexed and went blank. Yep. According to PopCap, Lady is the first person to ever beat Bejeweled Two. Another way of looking at it is to say everyone else who's ever played Bejeweled Two is a quitter. Do you think his middle name or is fair? Everybody else had other shit to do. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess it was between the steel contracting. There's not a lot of that going on. It's a it's a rough time out there for steel contractors. Slow. So wow. bejeweled. I don't know. How about beating the pavement? You know, I mean, jeez. <laughs> how about doing anything with that? But you know what? Don't Be- get me wrong. I love some bejeweled twist, but man, beating the pavement will not get your name in the joystick uh, blog. That's right. Question is, do you want it in there? It might kill your resume. <laughs> Oh, you're the guy that spent a lot of time doing that. Yeah, you don't have any time for... You want an office desk job? I don't think so. The one without a computer, maybe. So sorry. Oh, you beat my previous high score. No, I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't have anything for you. I wouldn't hire him. It's all driven by video game score jealousy. When people beat my (laughs) Bejeweled Twist score, I get pissed off and I'll play until I rank number one again. (laughs) But I only spent like ten minutes doing it. Not three years. (laughs) <laughs> See, you have no dedication. That's, the, that's where it starts, though. No dedication. That's <laughs> where that shit starts. Saying Bejeweled is gateway drug? Yes. It is. But I'm not playing Farmville. Fuck that. Careful, it leads to Donkey Kong. 3D sequel to 1982's cult favorite fantasy film, The Dark Crystal, called The Power of the Dark Crystal, is finally in the works. Oh, it's about time. Wow. So to be directed by Australian brothers Peter Sperig and Michael Sperig, writers and directors of Undead and Daybreakers, and the Jim Henson Company announced just today. Groovy. Screenplay was written by Australian Craig Pierce, who wrote Moulin Rouge and Romeo and Juliet, or Romeo plus Juliet. The sequel is set hundreds of years after the events of the first movie when the world has once again fallen into darkness and follows the adventures of a mysterious girl made of fire who, together with a Gelfling outcast, steals a shard of the legendary crystal in an attempt to reignite the dying sun that exists at the center of the planet. Well, it was always crazy with the fantasy anyway, so I can accept it. Like the original, the new movie will mix live action and puppets as well as visual effects. But will it have David Bowie? 
That was the that labyrinth. Was labyrinth. I know. I was just. Have yeah, you knew. Whatever. Ogra. Yes, yes, it will. Ogra. It says right here, David Bowie. It has it. <laughs> it's gonna contract. Gelfling can't be all dead. Dead Gelfling. Gelfling is friend. Those things are awesome. I always wanted a Skeksis puppet. Chamberlain! I saw that in the theater. I hate your whimper. <laughs> Trial by stone! Trial by stone! Trial by stone! Trial by stone! <laughs> I had the Dark Crystal soundtrack on tape. I don't have it anymore. I wish I had it. That's a great soundtrack. I told you guys before. The Dance of the Pod People. The, I remember oh, it to this day. To this that's day. Where I got my, that's where I got my voice for my Klingon Voha. Uh, was from the, the the general, the Skeksy general. Really? Uh, yeah, that's where I. I never knew it. that. Yeah, I drew it from that. I, I started there with Chamberlain, and then I just kept working it until it got deeper and deeper, until I could command. What'd you just say? You get Nothing. Gibberish. <laughs> I should actually say yeah, I know what that means. Yeah. There is, where is the bathroom? <laughs> there you go for and, your next. And the answer: Barry's mom's mouth. Oh. <laughs> I can't find the Dark Crystal soundtrack. In Look this. in your mom's the, the mouth. The center of the human centipede. <laughs> <laughs> oh, human centipede! Oh, joy. I can't wait to get that on video. <laughs> New York Magazine's Vulture blog broke the news late Wednesday that J.J. Abrams, mastermind of Lost, Fringe, and Star Trek reboot, and about 354 other projects, will direct a movie that is a straight homage to the early films of Steven Spielberg, with Spielberg himself as a collaborator. Source told uh, Venture that, uh, sorry, Vulture, that the script was a tip to the hat of Spielberg's movies from the 70s and early 80s, apparently meaning landmarks such as Jaws, Close Encounters of the Third Kind, and E.T., the extraterrestrial, adding that it will deal with everyday people whose personal relationships are tested when they are thrown against extraordinary, fantastic, and possibly otherworldly events. So, yes. <laughs> a giant land shark. Phantom Project from J.J. <laughs> Abrams. All right. And speaking of Abrams, when theater owners receive their copies of Iron Man 2 this week... One of the film cans will come with a special electronic lock that cannot be opened until Thursday afternoon. Contained within that can will be the first and last reels of the movie, as well as all the trailers that will show in front of it. Ooh. And one of those trailers, according to Hitflix, is for a secret movie from J.J. Abrams' Bad Ro- Robot production company. The film, which has yet to be shot, will apparently not be directed by Abrams himself, although he was reportedly behind the camera for the trailer. It's also not likely that his collaboration with Steven Spielberg. So what is it? Right now it's going under the title of Super 8, and Hitfix is hearing rumors that it could possibly be a sequel, or at least related somehow, Cloverfield. to Cloverfield. My, you know what my guess is? What's that? The Lost movie. As in, to the follow up the, Lost, sh- the yes. show? Oh, well then there's also going to be a turd. In that thing, <laughs> and they open it. Oh, what the turd? Is it the is it is it the turd or is it the trailer? I can't tell. Oh boy, that's why that's why the movie has a lock on it. That's good. That's good. It's all there, guys. If it is the Cloverfield thing, I can't wait to make fun of it. 
<laughs> Hopefully they'll okay, show more of the monster. That'd be great. That'd be nice, yeah. Uh, like Staring I already up said, New York? there was a great movie there. Possibly the best movie of our yeah, time. If they took out the kids. No, if they just aimed the camera in a different direction. <laughs> That's all it is. And every time they aim the camera at that monster, it costs like a million dollars. <laughs> Good! Good! Stop pointing it there! It, looked, it was more fun without all that. I don't know. I so you, you're, com- you're still crack? completely I missing the point it. of the movie. Was it fun. wasn't about the monster attack. It was about the people and their reactions. And to that's what was why going the on. movie sucked. No, it didn't. <laughs> that's why the movie sucked. I, go, I came movie, out of that dude. movie. I'm like, I want my fucking money back. Oh, it was fun. I liked it. Uh, I, I didn't fr- see it was it a free theater, rental though. for me. I didn't see it in the theater. I saw it in the theater. I'm like, yeah, monster movie. Wait, what? It's not a monster movie. It never was a monster movie. Sure advertised itself like a monster movie. I was didn't. working in New York late one night <laughs> when a kid with a video oh, camera boy. caught my sight. Uh, I scrambled to the top of the Empire State. I tried to show my butt, but he wouldn't cooperate. <laughs> <laughs> they hid the monster. They hid the Cloverfield monster. They hid him from the movie. They kept me off the camera. That's why it sucked. I couldn't be seen. <laughs> Fuck J.J. Abrams. I was always off screen. <laughs> <laughs> to some young folks, former Captain Kirk William Shatner is perhaps best known as the buffoonish pitchman for Priceline.com, an internet travel website. Well, he's laughing all the way to the bank. Shatner shrewdly asked to be compensated with company stock. When he signed on with the startup in 1997, mm, really? the stock is now worth a cool $600 million, Good the Toronto God. Sun reported. Priceline shares, which at one point plummeted to $1.80 during the dot-com crisis in 2000, are now trading close to $300 apiece. Holy wow. mother! Oh. The dude has made beyond Trek money. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. Way beyond. That's amazing. <laughs> Good for him. Hey, it's the Shat. It's yeah. Shatner, dude. You can't stop that motherfucker. No, he's you cannot forever. cannot stop him. And he's going to live forever, yes, too. He's he a force of fucking nature. <laughs> Pretty soon there's going to be a William Shatner What I, You know, the thing, yeah, there yeah, should I, be. I well, there. Well, it is. I mean, Trek was that. I mean, that place, my job. Like, that's the thing. There were hundreds, nigh thousands of people who worked at a facility created out of imagination... Yes, there were a lot of other creative forces behind it, but his sheer presence and force of will was so profoundly intertwined in that Trek universe. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I really do. I thank William Shatner for nine years of employment. Yeah. Okay, now you can remove your mouth from his penis. No, I'm saying. <laughs> I mean it. I mean it. I've always felt that way. I'm like, the guy was that. He's so charming and so charismatic. He could employ... Through his his charm, you got a little dribble on your to, chin coming right Coming to experience a piece of his old magic, he was a, certainly a strong part. Not to say that, not yeah. to say that Nimoy yeah. didn't back it up, and of course, the Force Kelly, uh, the Force Kelly. But of course, I mean Roddenberry, number one, right. first and foremost. Right, you know, we wouldn't have been anything without him. But still, it, he was just yeah. I'd like to make a comparison, a quick comparison between two people to right. see how two lives. Two different lives can can affect the world in two different ways. On one hand, we have William Shatner, who, by his sheer force of charisma, generated this entire industry, I believe. And on the other hand, we have Paul, the famous Paul Mattingly, 
who sweats White Castle. <laughs> <laughs> One sweats money, the other sweats White Castle. Wow. It's like, you're the same species? It's amazing. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Incognito. A new twist on the superhero movie based on a graphic novel is shaping up at 20th Century Fox with Pulitzer Prize-winning playwright Robert Schenken, who wrote The Kentucky Cycle, which is he is an amazing playwright. I will back that up. He's writing the script. Ed Brubaker and uh, Sean Brubaker. Phillips created the graphic novel series about a supervillain who tries to survive in a witness protection program after ratting out his boss. Deadline New York reported the protagonist is Zach Overkill, a ruthless villain who is powered by super strength. He is caught and rats out his boss, and uh, the boss is named the Black Death. He goes into witness protection. He is given a drug to dull his powers and take a normal guy job delivering the mail. By the time he discovers that messing with certain drugs restores his power, he has developed something of a conscience and becomes a vigilante, and soon his exploits become known to Black Death, who is out for revenge. I like this idea. My friend Paul has recommended Sounds this like book Sounds like a Punisher ripoff. Yeah, I've got one, I've yeah. got one issue. I need to no. get some more. It's pretty cool. That's, that's Punisher. How is that even remotely Punisher except for the, he does vigilanteism? Well, it's just a, a guy, a deep, dark guy who... All of a sudden, has a change of heart, a massive event. In this case, witness protection, plus dabbling in drugs, causes him to go ape shit. That doesn't sound like Punisher at all to me. Yeah. I'm a huge Punisher head. What <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like to me. Mark Guggenheim, the former showrunner of ABC's Flash Forward, who left the series last year, has turned his attention to movies, writing Leonardo da Vinci and the Soldiers of Forever which turns the ultimate renaissance man into an action hero. That sounds so stupid. <laughs> I want to say right now, this is the stupidest thing I've heard all day. Why does that sound stupid? Because I... Oh! Ooh! Anytime you... Ooh, Need some fiber for that? Da Vinci into the... Ooh! Ah! Oh, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> he can't even talk. Wow. Si- watch... Oh! Ugh. Watch some Voyager oh, where Janeway go. goes to me, hang out with Leonardo da Vinci. Oh, my God. Leonardo. Oh, there we go. You're so inspirational. <laughs> I am so taken. You're such a renaissance man, dude. Katarina, we're going to build a big, wonderful thing, flying machine. You wouldn't believe what I, uh, believe, believe, believe what I can do <laughs> in the future, Leonardo. Katarina, why do you sound like a pig? Because I am a pig. I'm your nasty little fuck pig, and I want you to take me in the rumpity-doo. Rumpity. I don't even know what I'm saying. I hate that Voyager shit so much. And when those, those are the worst episodes ever. I think what they were trying those to do is that... What they were trying to do... No, 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 no. I'm not talking about Voyager. Voyager's ass. ruined my day. Voyager's just a big ass on, on, on cellular. Not but, always, but nine times out of ten. But I'm, I think what they're trying to do is... Um, like an Indiana Jones thing, where Indiana Jones is a big adventure hero from a certain time period. I think they're trying to reach back a little further. Shit on it. Shit on it. We need a new adventure hero, man. Fuck it. Da Vinci. Creed it. Adventure da hero. Da Vinci adventure hero. False. Like a renaissance adventure hero. Whatever. That's nope. not Zenith. Fine. To, to add to your dismay, Warner is doubling down on Guggenheim, also hiring him to work on a draft of Thieves of Baghdad. The... Uh, 
we'll go into that in a second. The Leonardo movie reimagines the artist and inventor as a member of a secret society. Sure. Who falls headlong into a supernatural adventure that pits man against biblical right. demons in yeah. a story involving secret codes, awesome. lost civilizations, <laughs> yep. hidden fortresses, and uh-huh. fallen angels. And Tom Hanks. A la Raiders of the Lost Ark meets National <laughs> Treasure. League of Extraordinary National Treasure fuck shit. Who cares? Ass. Ass hat. And Baghdad, meanwhile. Ass. Brings back the classical mythological figures of Sinbad, Alibaba, and other scoundrels from the Arabic folk tales to pull off the biggest heist of their criminal careers. Blowing up the World Trade Center. <laughs> so it's like Ocean's Eleven with like old Alibaba, Baghdad. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly it. Yeah, why not? Guggenheim. No, I'll say why not, because balls. Well, Prince of Persia's coming out. And it's going to be... Ball sack. Is it really? Come yeah, on. the the, ear, the early uh, responses good. are pretty bad. Oh, no. Jake Gyllenhaal. First off, oh, should not be there. No, yeah. he's about as Persian a prince as my left nut. I <laughs> love that game, and I think they're trying to make it close to what the game was like. We're jumping around crazy all over things, and that was a great game, dude. The, the jumping around crazy all people. over things will last for about five minutes. The rest of the movie will be all hey. Oh, I'm so angst-ridden about me being a prince and stuff. Hey, princess. Oh, oh, hey, I got a knife that controls time and shit. Ooh, check it out. Ugh. Grr. Oh, well, I'm Donnie Darko. What? Ugh. Will there be a bunny? Let, let's not forget, the last Fart. movie I can recall about, based on a video game of jumping people, was Super Mario Brothers. Your news is getting me angry. You wanted the final of this bit? Ugh, Guggenheim also wrote the screenplay for Warner's upcoming Green Lantern movie. Uh-oh. There we go. What do you got? He's got nothing. He's just done. He's done. He's Wait up. till you see it. Wait till you see it, and everybody goes, they just destroyed it before it started. CG They outfit. killed the franchise. Fuck CG outfit. outfit. Fuck it. I don't know. Hey, Doesn't whatever. Look good. Great. CG outfit. CG everything. Nobody needs to see real stuff anymore. Nobody cares. Put it in 3D. Make my seat vibrate while I'm sitting in the theater. Shake me around. Pour shit in my face. And put... <laughs> Put goggles on my head and make me go, enjoy the movie, motherfucker. Fuck it. Put a blender on my shoe and, you know, throw popcorn. Make popcorn explode from the side of the room at a certain time. Shake the whole fucking theater. Twist it around. Fine. I don't care. Fucking garbage. 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 didn't get a sweet It's a fucking funhouse ride anymore. You just described my entire Rocky Horror Picture Show experience. Robin, did that, that Rocky that Horror. Rocky Horror. Rocky Horror becomes that because you go in knowing the movie is shit. Now, if you are trying to make a good film and you put all that ticky tack on it, then you guess what? Your movie will be shit because you spent all your time figuring out how you're going to shoot popcorn at the side of the speakers in Remember the theater. Remember Smell-O-Vision? Buddy, it's all there. It's coming back. People, I swear, people with this 3D shit, stop it. You done? Stop it. You done? You, you, you good? I'm so angry. You're low blown? I'm so angry right now. I, th- I think he's low on blood sugar now. Yeah, you, know. you know what? Let me, let, me, uh, let me get you feeling good. Oh, All right, this will make you feel good. Here, let's see. Probably piss him off even more. Comic book crime foiled by Spider-Man, The Flash, and I Two Jedi. Video. Yes. Yeah, I saw this video. And it's worth remembering that while you can pick up a lot of free comics on Comic Book Day, the holiday does not mean that everything in the store is free. The subtle nuance was apparently lost on one Australian man who tried to make off with $160 in Aussie money, volume of the X-Men Omnibus. He was stopped in his tracks by, I kid you not, Spider-Man, The Flash, and two Jedi. 
The part of Adelaide's friendly neighborhood Spider-Man was played by store owner Michael Balderstone. What a great name. He explains, we had about 40 people dressed up as their favorite superheroes. They celebrate international. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Com- I'm what? sorry. What? what? Give, me, give me that fucking script. What are you doing? Give me that. <laughs> no, you don't like that? <laughs> give me that. There you I'll, go. I'll, let I'll let you me mark that off for you. Right. There you go. All right. There we go. <laughs> We had about 40 people dressed up as their favorite superheroes much to celebrate International Free Comic Day. There was a bunch of Sheilas here. Half of them was dressed up as Black Cat, which I didn't like. I thought, come on, come on, Sheila. Wear a costume that's a little bit more tit showing. Oh, well. So bit. we didn't have much of a choice but to hand the X-Men omnibus back after a little bit of a scuffle. Yeah, I tell you, two of the Jedi jumped down and tried to slice me with their sabers. I said, hold on in a minute, guys. We don't want to hurt this bloke. We're going to let him be a customer still. We need his money later. And then the Sheilas came out and they let the hootie-hoos come out of their costume. One girl had a camel toe big as a whale. I couldn't believe. But that's what happens when you're wearing nylon for four hours standing in the Aussie heat. Yeah, I thought it was Arya's rock sitting there. But no, it was her booly goog. Ah, such a sight. I couldn't believe. Anyway, once he got out on the street... The police showed up, and they got him. They was hauling him off. Everyone in the store thought it was a play, that it was some sort of theater, some sport. It wasn't until I said, call the police, that people started to realize what was really happening. By that time, the Sheila's hoodly-goog had already poked out the side. It looked like a freaking jabble got caught in a pantyhose. Am I the only one thought he sounded more New Zealand than Australian? <laughs> oh, don't say that! I'll kill you. He sounded better than I did. Oh, I sounded uh, whatever. I don't know. <laughs> Mind if we call you Bruce? I, did, I was sound Bruce. Little, I did sound a little New Zealand. Is hoodly who a uh, Australian <laughs> term for who's he, what's it? Yeah. <laughs> now that's a knife. Now that's a knife. That's a hoodly who. Someone had to say it. Why nerds don't get laid? Because we think it's a hoodly who. <laughs> By the way, great term to use in bed. Hoodly who? Yeah. yeah. Hoodly who? Let me touch you. Now, now you know why my wife hates me. As <laughs> <laughs> you like me to stick my who's it, what's it in your hoodly who? Get off me, you fat fuck! <laughs> you don't want to skaggle flaggle my ding dong? You crazy talk. Just give me some romance! I am romancing you with my hoodly ding dang wibby bomb. Oh, good night. Oh yeah. Good night. Oh, Stop yeah. poking me. Oh, good night. Oh, oh, Leave it alone. Oh, you took the hoodly who away. Oh. <laughs> Baby, don't be like. You're that. never gonna see it again, you jerk. Arizona is on a roll. By the time I get to Arizona. Arizona. Arizona State Senate approved SB 1307, a bill that prohibits the manufacture, for any reason, of human-animal hybrids. What? 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 Specifically, it prohibits anyone in Arizona from, quote, creating or attempting to create an in vitro human embryo by any means other than fertilization of a human egg by human sperm. Also verboten is, quote, transforming transferring or attempting to transfer a human embryo into a non-human womb, transferring or attempting to transfer non-human embryo into the human womb, and transporting or receiving for any purpose a human-animal hybrid. Okay, hold on, hold on. Give, me, give, me this simple, give me this simple version. What are, they, what are they trying to prevent? They're trying to prevent the Diamondback Stadium of Dr. Moreau. <laughs> <laughs> but they're not... They're not well, gonna... I know they're trying to prevent that. I know what it is. 
they're unsuccessfully trying to prevent that movie Spliced that we saw the trailer for. Oh, that thing Human looks caterpillar. awful. Oh, I think it has potential. <laughs> you think it has potential? Yeah. Human caterpillar. Wah, wah, wah. That also noted. Yeah, that's right, that's it right there. Also noted that the wording of this law would also include uh, alien human couples trying to have children. But apparently Arizona is already handling its alien problem through other legislation. Bing! Now this this one kind of took me by surprise. And, and Jeff, I'm very interested in getting your opinion on this. All right. The Boy Scouts of America have been long-respected institution for the social development of adolescents. So it's a great sign of the video game industry that video game education has become part of the Cub Scout curriculum. Oh, yeah, I read about this. Integrated in both a belt loop and academics pin. There's two modes of physical signification uh, similar to the famous badges. The awards are bequeathed to young boys that demonstrate an understanding of video games on both a ratings and time management level. The requirement for receiving both awards, I have them right here. Now, first, tell me what a belt loop is. Um... For, wait, hold on. For people that don't know, Jeff is a uh, eagle, eagle Scout. Eagle yeah. Scout. I so. made it to life. <laughs> I never did my service project. I need a service project and one more merit badge. Yeah. I was in um, Civil Air Patrol. We beat up Boy Scouts. <laughs> Good. I would have loved to have been in Civil Air Patrol. But. Anyway, so what was it? it was what is this little, boat loop it's little, thing? It's little um, pieces that would yeah. slip on your on your army. Well, belt. I mean, you had like the Cub Scouts, the pins. You have this little. Um, how do I describe it? It's. It's it's like a well it it has three fabric stems to it that you pin the pins on. So okay. like when you earn a pin, you know you do you do your project and oh hey here's your award. You get the pin, you pin it on there, and then you collect so many so that you can advance. Is it uh, different than a badge? Is well, it like general, it's Cub Scout. General it's of all Cub his Scouts. little okay. markings. It's, it's That's the, the youngest Scout version. Or, yeah, it's the Cub Scout equivalent to what would be the merit badge in Boy Scouts. Okay. Um, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. The belt loops off the top of my head, I am not remembering. The belt loops were a little piece of metal. That that would slide onto your yeah that's belt. right yeah like so you have your your camping type belt that you that you cinch up like an army belt yeah Paul's you know right I mean? the, 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 yeah 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 okay cargo pant type belt yeah you would you would take the one end the open end and slide it on there it was like uh, I don't even know what to call it, what what it would you know but yeah it was the piece of metal that would slide over the belt and then you would sit there on your belt loop. Okay, yeah. and it hurt like hell if you ever got a piece yeah, of your sit flesh. Wrong. Yeah, sit they were, wrong. It would pinch you. And as a I, fat kid, yeah. I would. I'll you know my my fucking belt loop awards all got sweat, bleached out, whatever. Smell like they White didn't, Castle. No, they didn't smell like White Castle, but they got. <laughs> no, they smell like McDonald's. They got rusty, for lack of a better word, because my uh, belly sweat would get on them. Well, that's how they prevent obesity. They don't prevent obesity. <laughs> They give you tetanus if you're obese. Yeah, that's kind of what. It was, yeah, yeah. I had a rusty belt full of crap metals. Congratulations, man! Did you get your yeah. sh- Did you get your tetanus shots? No, uh, I should have. That explains a lot. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. To get the belt loop, this is what you have to do. You have to complete these three requirements. Right. Explain why it's important to have a rating system for video games. It's not. Check your video games to be sure that they are right for your age. I don't care. Two. With an adult, create a schedule for you to do things that include your chores, homework, and video gaming. Do your best to follow the schedule. My chores, video gaming. And three, learn to play a new video game that is approved by your parent, guardian, or teacher. Smack dad. And you win the belt loop. Yep. To earn the pin, 
you have to uh, complete five of the following requirements. With your parents, create a plan to buy a video game that is right for your age group. Well, that's rough. Two, compare two video game systems, Microsoft, Xbox, Sony, PlayStation, uh, so on. Explain some of the differences between the two. List good reasons for purchase or use of a game system. That's pretty good. Three, play a video game with family members in a family tournament. Four, teach an adult or a friend how to play a video game. <sighs> five, list at least five tips that would help someone who is learning how to play your video favorite video game. Six, play an appropriate video game with a friend for one hour. Define appropriate. I, I think I've heard okay, this badge many times thing. over. Yeah. Uh, Number seven, play a video game that will help you practice your math spelling or other skill that helps your schoolwork. Uh, with an adult supervision, install a gaming system. If I kill five hookers, but my friend killed seven hookers, how many hookers did we kill? <laughs> so, all right. Yeah, that's pretty much the lineup. Okay. So, do you guys... I'm almost, I'm almost hesitant to speak this out loud. All right. Do you guys want to be the kings of, an, of a multi-million dollar empire? I think I know where you're going with this, but I want to let you finish. I think I already had this idea. Cyber Scouts. No. No. Better. Cyber Scouts, dude. Geek Scouts. Geek Scouts, Cyber Scouts. Whatever. Right here, buddy. You and I. Whatever. I had this idea. I told Dev she thought Fatties, it was crazy. welcome. Yeah. Fatties, <laughs> encouraged. Wheezies, welcome. Asthma sufferers, bring it. People with skin problems, come on in. For a while, I toyed around with the idea of doing an ugly couch show fan club called the Couch Potatoes. Dude, fuck it. Geek Scouts. We'll sponsor them. We'll, we'll, I'll design them all the badges. Young. I'm a graphic designer. Uh, Get them while they're while young, while they're dude. young. Teach them how to, you know, do geek stuff. Because, man, geeks run shit. Yep. We could have a lost badge. Dude, you could a have a fee badge. badge. It would be so nice. You wouldn't have to camp out. Camping out would consist of staying over at somebody with a big TV. Film festival. Going to a theater. Exactly. All night. You get your merit festivals. badges in different categories. Yeah. Film. Geeky stuff. T- uh, TV. Video games. Comics. Yeah. Gaming. Yeah. Gaming. Jesus. Video gaming. Yeah. Board gaming. Yep. You can even get some of the... It'll be hard to get the weird badges, like... Play by mail. Keep gaming. the religion out uh, of it. Oh yeah. Keep the yeah. keep the homophobia out of it. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and you know, probably have a lot fewer pedophiles because they only get into it because they have those moments where they're miles and miles away from civilization and they can rape a kid. That's the real draw. That's the real draw. But with the geek scouts or the cyber scouts, we would be in places where society still exists and has a foothold. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> we didn't spend. Umpteen bajillion years. That's what I'm screaming! Sweating and cutting down trees and fighting wars so that we could go back out yeah, to the wilderness. Yeah. Dude, we have central air. <laughs> I don't want to go. My friend says, oh, you know what? We're going to go camping next week. You want to go camping? Great fucking time. Fuck you! Idiot. I got air conditioning. Yes! God this damn is, right! This is what my ancestors suffered for. This is why I, I had didn't. Ancestors I used to live in Jersey, in the city, in yep. the heat, with no air conditioning. Now I got air conditioning and I got Xbox. I could not, in good conscience, become a Life Scout because I am so morally opposed to camping. Yeah. It is the goddamn <laughs> bane it's of my existence. Horrible. It's awful. My it's friend so goes camping. Stupid. He's got like an RV. What the fuck are you even going camping for? Oh, to be out in the wilderness. Great. So you're going to do the in same an RV. thing. Out in the yeah. wilderness that you could do here, except without power. Ugh. You want to get so away from all that? Just turn it off. Fine. Oh, oh and, and, and oh, oh, the campers got lost. Wow. Oh, people died on a mountain. Of course they fucking did. <laughs> Ain't nobody died on the couch. Mountains I got lost you. in the kitchen. I looked for some cheetah out of the pantry. It was too big. Face. Jesus Christ. Stupid wow. motherfuckers. Really? 
Nobody's ever died on a couch. I Nobody's had a, a heart attack on a, not, from a not couch from, from a bear. Not from a bear. Not from a bear. Ain't no bears in my living room. Unless we're talking about, and again, to step aside from the homophobia, unless we're talking about a sexual encounter with a large hairy man that didn't necessarily go the way you wanted to. But if he was in your house to begin with, he was invited exactly. there. Exactly. And, and it's all camping. you. It's all you. Die as long as you're not. Ca- if I die camping, I would go straight to my own private hell. I'm with you. Oh, wow. that was the oh, camping is a nightmare. Think about it. Would you rather? Okay, I know there's some <laughs> listeners who have children, and if you're listening to us, you know you're kind of with it. Um, I should hope. And if you have kids, you want them to kind of grow up kind of like you, and, and you want them to be cool. You, everyone wants cool kids, right? Who would you rather have guiding your children to a, their brighter future? Some crazy Boy Scout guy, or me and Paul? Can I have a third Some crazy option? Boy Scout guy? <laughs> no, 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 no. Now, if you live in BFE, because I know you guys, <laughs> I wouldn't want my kids. In in well, there's a reason I shouldn't have a Girl Scout troop, but that's beside the point. This is something near and dear to my heart. When yeah. I was living in Kentucky, that's near and dear or something. It was, you know, it was an acceptable thing, I guess, because I lived in Kentucky, and right. you drive five miles in any direction, you're in the goddamn woods. Yes. But I'm gonna tell you right now. I am. I moved to a city and I love it. Oh, I will never get away from cities again. I hate the country. I hate the wilderness. I hate beasts. I hate the sun. You and Chunk. Oh, I'm serious, man. I'm so sick. God, I hate it. Oh, I hate camping. I'm right I hate with the you. Stink. Oh, I hate the smell of campfire on everything. Oh, don't get me wrong. I like some campfire smell. Just because I like going to the Sammy's wood-fired pizza and smelling that wood. But that's different. That's like barbecue. But to smell it is one thing. And to enjoy that scent, fine. But, but to be to spraying have that off smell, all over yourself but to have and that smell, mosquitoes? To no. carry that smell into your car and your car smells like that? Oh, God. Mosquitoes. There it is. Mosquitoes. Anything. I hate them. Anything, Anything that lives outside. Nature is horrible. Kill There's it. always something oozing or crawling on you. Or, Cyber Scouts. Geek Scouts. <laughs> Whatever. We'll work out the name later. Cyber Scouts. I like it. That's a fine idea. I think it's a great idea. What? Yeah. You wouldn't do yeah. this? Bullshit with Man. your snoring. You wouldn't That's do this? All the fatties. All you ever the think about having kids, Dave? Hold on, Dave, you ever thinking about having kids? I'm not asking you to have kids with me. I don't have a womb. I'm just asking, are you ever thinking about having children? <laughs> Yes, I am. Okay, and would you rather them be Boy Scouts, or would you rather and do like all the wilderness stuff? Which don't get me wrong, it does help you. It gives you like confidence and all that good shit. And we'd do all that. We'd mirror all that stuff. Hell, we'd even be friends with the Boy Scouts because there's no reason you can't do both. But wouldn't you like them to be Geek Scouts <laughs> and learn the essential skills? <laughs> I'd like, rather have them choose which route they take. Them. That's fine. That's fine, and we'd rather we only take you know we we want them to be, be. to have a choice. We'd rather take the kids who choose this route instead of the route of, well, I'd rather learn how to tie knots. Yeah, the yeah. fuck, learn how to code. There you go. There's some skills. Yeah, there's yep. a pin. You want to learn how to tie knots? Great, that's useful on ships. Yeah. You want to learn how to code? You can get a job anywhere. Yeah, because last time I checked, we're pretty fucking landlocked here. <laughs> And let me tell you about working on a boat. Fuck that. <laughs> That's right. You did work Seriously. on a boat. Seriously. And you know what you need to know on that? You know what you need to know on a boat? What's that? Don't fall off the boat. That's what you need to know on a boat. <laughs> you give me your don't fall off a boat merit badge, you're good to go. Oh, yeah. Fucking bullshit. 
nature. Geek Scouts. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to explore that. All right. I'm afraid it's out there in the world now. And with that rant finished... It's time for the big list. Oh, big list. There it is. Is that a long rant? I'm sorry. No, that's a fine rant. Okay. Barry and I, this is why Barry and I are You're friends. marshalling the spooks <laughs> out there. Right here I can't figure out why Barry and I are friends. <laughs> <laughs> There's a few things that we just wholeheartedly agree on. This week's big list, top ten unusual festivals. All right. By Man Tanky Deepa. That's great. Next time you travel abroad, Barry, try to give the usual sightseeing a miss. You might just stumble upon some zesty, colorful local festivals. Sling on your camera, gulp down some double espresso, because you don't want to miss an event of fun that unfurls in front of you. Here are ways in which people celebrate top ten nutty festivals from around the world. Number ten, phallus festivals. What? What do you mean, what? You know exactly what. <laughs> I think I've heard of these. Head to Greece or Japan to see how yep. people can create a fuss over male <laughs> genitalia. Licking penis-shaped candies, parading with a giant penis, sitting on a carved wooden phallus. Everything is done with a plume at the annual Kanemara Matsuri Festival in Kawasaki, Japan. A phallic shrine, once worshipped by prostitutes, attracts hordes in this festival of fertility and fun. In Lasseria, Greece, a similar celebration is held before Easter. Come prepared because you can get goaded to kiss model penises or made to sit on phallus-shaped thrones as locals sing raunchy numbers. I don't well, want to go to Dick Fest. <laughs> you can go to Greece for that. I'm going to my wiener <laughs> tour of England. There or, it is. Or you can wait for Jeff's birthday. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> got, he's got nothing. nothing he's nothing. like, whatever. <laughs> he's done. I was he's done with defeated. this couch cast like half an hour ago. Oh. He's been defeated. <laughs> Number nine, the Baby Jumping Festival. <laughs> the what? Is this about jumping babies? Yeah. Jumping over babies or jumping babies? Jumping babies? Like jumping going over babies. babies is fucking dangerous. <laughs> I wouldn't do that. Villagers of Spain's Castrillo de Murcia have taken baby blessing ceremonies to new heights during the annuous, annual Corpus Christi. Annuous? Annuous. Annuous. Babies are laid down on a mattress for the ritual. Men oh, in Lord. devil costumes jump over the babies <laughs> for the little one's sin cleansing, luck, and good health. <laughs> what the f- What? What? Now, recent papal orders have asked the local priest to stay away from the ritual that has been taking place in 1620. <laughs> oh, I'm glad the Catholic Church is distancing <laughs> themselves from something. <laughs> Boo hiss. Moving on. Number eight, food-throwing festivals. Yes, the tomato thing. That's one of them. Before heading to Spain, where people love throwing festivals, let's make a detour to Italy. The Avera Orange Festival started centuries ago when love-struck damsels in balconies threw oranges at suitors in parades. Soon the parade became an open-to-all orange slugfest, which attracts tourists from world over. And most of us know about the famous, yeah. no, yeah, famous tomato throwing at uh, La Tomatilla yeah. uh, fight in Bruno, Spain. But things don't end with tomatoes in Spain. In Horos, Horror, in Batalla del Vino, people arm themselves with barrels for a wine war. And there's also an annual water fight uh, near Granada. But Spaniards, who are not happy with food-throwing festivals, uh, celebrate their own fiestas, uh, dead rats, ant Paint and tar are sometimes objects hurled at these annual uh, Spanish celebrations. What the hell is wrong with people? People are fucking bored. <laughs> this, these are people who camp. <laughs> no. Hint. Europeans. Well, there's that too. Number seven. 
holy festivals. Uh. Chants, prayer songs, and feasts uh, make most a Thai Pusam, like other Hindu festivals, held in honor of a deity from its huge pantheon of gods. This Tamil festival takes a different turn when devotees start piercing their skin and faces with skewers. I've seen this business. It's the, the stupidest shit ever. The pain is looked up to as a test of endurance and love for Lord Murugun. Uh, Murugun? Or Murugun. killer. Yeah, about. <laughs> wow. Number six, Naked Festival. I'm, I'm with it. January in Japan is as Wait, cold dude. as in other northern parts of the hemisphere, but the freezing temperature does not detour thousands of men running in the streets. Not with not- it. Not with it. <laughs> Take it back what I said. Not with it. Not with it. I knew it. Nothing but a loincloth on them. Naked <laughs> festival. <laughs> Fucking uh, nudists. It's never the people you want, Mary. It's never the people you want. <laughs> Hadaka Matsuri is the festival for ritual purification held in different forms across Japan. Men in loincloth struggle to touch a naked man. Oh my god. <laughs> they struggle uh... to do what? Struggle to touch a naked man called Shin Otuko for good luck. Why do they struggle? These na- <laughs> It doesn't What's go into much detail. Why do they struggle? <laughs> is he covered in grease? He's like the gruesome death yeah, guy. Like, Never gonna catch me. <laughs> Good luck, everybody. <laughs> I hope you get a blessing. I haven't <laughs> seen you on Family Guy in a while. Number five, near death experience Don't festival. Don't everybody. <laughs> Nobody gonna get me. Be all next year. Be next year. That's a good one. <laughs> Heading back to Spain Struggle. again. We now come to Fiesta de Santa Marta of, I can't even pronounce that. This festival celebrates people who face death and live to tell the tale. In the small town of Las Nieves, this festival is held in honor of Santa Marta D, that name again, the patron saint of resurrection. Okay. On the day of celebration, a parade is held in yep. which the lucky survivors are carried in coffins to the cemetery <laughs> oh, and around God. the church. What the hell? And they bury them anyway. Do they bury them? <laughs> Offerings are made and blessings are sought by thousands of people who throng the small town every year. They just parade it around in coffins. Okay. Oh, well. Number four, color-throwing festival. Okay. I've seen this. Yes, this is the only Hindu festival where people do not dress up for the occasion. In fact, the oldest of clothes are dug out of the wardrobes in preparation for a huge color-throwing festival called Holi. That's a a cool festival. What was that movie? uh, What was that movie about a guy who goes to India to run a call center there, and they they show that festival in the... uh, I've never seen this movie. It's actually cool. It's called... um, It's about out-call. You know, it's about outsourced. Girl sick. It's called Outsourced. It's a good movie. Check it out. Um, And they do like the color-throwing festival there. No, it's just a fun movie. Okay. Well, this festival is associated with Lord Krishna. People play with colorful powders called gulal. Uh, wet colors are also used in many parts of India. Food and drinks laced with local cannabis plant called bahang are served during the festival feast. Yeah. Bahang. Number three, Monkey Buffet Festival. Oh, <laughs> whoa. As the name suggests, this festival is a huge monkey. feast laid down for primates oh. of Thailand. Okay, oh, I thought you were going to say chilled monkey brain. Those temples where they just give Tons of fruit and vegetables yeah. are laid out by devotees in honor of Hanumaran, Hanumaran. the monkey god. Yep. What uh, follows next is absolute mayhem as hordes of monkeys <laughs> yes. swarm the site, 
start attacking the food and interacting with spectators. The festival from over the years have become more lavish and have put the small town province and world map tourism. Does the winner get to spank the monkey? Ah, if the monkey's been bad. <laughs> Number two, fish swallowing festival. Ew. Gross. At the outset, let's be clear, this is not your regular food festival. Yes, the festival involves consuming fish, but the difference is they're still alive. What? The last Sunday of every February, residents of Gerardsbergen of Belgium celebrate during the Krakelsgen Festival, which com- commemorates unsuccessful siege of the city. So they swallow a live fish? <laughs> Besides throwing bread rolls, the locals gulp down small wriggling gray fishes called grondling, soaked in red wine. The ceremony draws protests from animal rights activists. Imagine that! <laughs> who wants to substitute live fish with fish shaped marzipan. Yeah, but a long time ago when we didn't fight them off from the city, I said, oh, you know what? If I can't beat them, I'm going to swallow a fish. And I didn't, and I did. So I keep doing it. <laughs> and the last one, the uh, last of the crazy festivals, Crying Baby Festival. Whoa. Basically, any flight that involves me. (laughs) (laughs) Anytime I sit down in a nice restaurant. (laughs) Try waiting on them. Oh, I can only imagine. Now, do you wait on the actual baby sometimes, Jeff? (laughs) Do you actually have to take orders from the baby? Sir, what would you like to eat? (laughs) The last week I've had several very young children at the tables, and I'm like, why are you bringing your kid out to dinner here? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, and, you, and you work in kind of a nice place, yeah, man. Why would you bring kids? I mean, and seriously, I, I thought back to when I was a kid. I, I, I always wondered when I was a kid why my parents never took us out to eat. And it wasn't that we were, you know, we were fairly well-behaved kids. So, uh-huh. I, you know, now that I'm, you know, an adult and I see where parents take their kids out to eat, now I'm like, that's why my parents never took us out to eat as kids. Because we it were all animals. Makes sense. <laughs> we're filthy, <laughs> shitting animals. Yeah. Throwing shit everywhere <laughs> on the ground. Why would you Monkeys. give... Seriously, parents. Okay. Why would you give your children the sugar packets on the table to play with? <laughs> I mean, really. You know what's going to happen. You they, know. they throw them on the front, the ground, they put them in their mouth, and then you try to p- sneak them back in the little sugar caddy <laughs> like nothing's wrong. Gross. That's been in your kid's mouth. Throw it the fuck out. Seriously. Uh, so you I'm done. Me off, you just put me off restaurant sugar forever. No, I always throw it out. If there's been a kid at my table, that whole sugar caddy's going in the trash. Yeah, well, not my everyone is as good a server clean. as you. Ain't nothing dirty in my angel's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Slap that fucking baby. Make him free. The Crying Baby Festival. Grossly overweight men with loincloths can be a very scary sight for many of us. So you can imagine how babies will react when held by one of these men. In Konosaki Sumo, a Japanese festival, pairs of babies are held by sumo wrestlers facing each other. The winner is the baby who breaks down first. If the wrestlers were not traumatic enough, the crying winner is held aloft by parents and showered with camera flashes. The festival is based on the Japanese proverb, crying babies grow fast. Wails, weeps, and sobs on this occasion signify a blessing for good health. That reminds me of the trick. It was like, 
Oh, here, Commander Voha. Hold my baby while I take a picture. Oh, oh God. I don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> I really probably should. Oh, oh shit. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, it was very rare that I'd actually hold a baby. I would never really have. Hey, Quark, hey. hold the baby. Um, <laughs> no. No. That's not a good idea. I dare not hold the child. Somebody this got... uniform is a weapon in and of itself. It could damage the young one. <laughs> Somebody got Lynn to do it one time and never again. Oh, like, yeah. Well, like, I mean, like, she was like forcing it on her and she's like, oh, very well, human. And like, as, soon as, the, as soon as she got a hold of the baby, the baby was like, Wah! Yeah. Well, there's that. Here, and take then, it back. And the worst is like, <laughs> you're going to snatch my weave off my head, is what's going to happen. Because I'm wearing a weave. And you're going to grab it because babies grab it shit. And I don't want to lose my weave. <laughs> <laughs> this is my big fear was having some damn kid grab my weave and Unma- snag it away. Unmask you in front of the Scooby Doo oh, gang. Man, man. <laughs> oh, babies are awful. Babies are evil. Yep. For that's it. The, for the big list, that means it's time to knock on the pyramid door. Uh oh. Because we got to ask Momra some things. All right, I'll go run and grab him. All right, you Mom-ra! go get him. Momra. I think Momra was down there watching, looking at uh, Laura Vandervoort pictures. I have been awakened. Mumra. Mumra. Good evening. What have you been doing, Mumra? I have been gazing into the pit of ultimate evil. What'd you see? George Bush. (laughs) Okay. Do you you get HBO on that thing? Just Bush. Oh. Bush and Cheney all day. Oh, so pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Well, I've got some questions for you. I hope you may know. ask your question. Okay. My husband wants to go on a dangerous expedition. I'm so afraid he'll never come home. He has always been an outdoor lover and has taken lots of trips, but this trip will tax him maximally. People have died. He says he wants to go now before we have children. What can I do to stop him? Those who do not seek adventure are doomed to a life of petty existence. Allow your husband to journey to lands beyond, or he will leave you regardless. You cannot stop him. He is the wind. Uh, the wind? I, I, mean, I think maybe he's just going to go on like a bike ride. Don't bike s- just leave it. James and I are going for the weekend, and you cannot stop us. <laughs> Who's James? Your husband, James. Oh. So you know this person? Oh, okay. No way! I wouldn't. Maybe. <laughs> okay. My husband buys about $200 worth of lottery tickets each month. I think it's too much. What do I do? You should tell him you will purchase the tickets for him and take the money to the store. Then instead of purchasing the lottery ticket, Purchase many bags of Funyuns, and then you are the winner! Funyun Lottery! (laughs) (laughs) Okay. You know, before you continue, Dave, do you have a question for Mamra? Yes. What is your solution to this economic crisis? How do we pull out of this recession? Time heals all wounds. I suggest you do as I did during the fourth age of Third Earth. Sleep through this bullshit. 
Just <laughs> <laughs> sleep. Just hibernate? If you have a nicely conditioned pyramid of darkness, it's, yeah, sleep it, man. <laughs> I think if he had a, a pyramid of darkness, he wouldn't have to worry about the recession. Silence! <laughs> Those who challenge the great Mumra shall perish. Okay. Thanks, Mumra. <laughs> you did not challenge me. You'll be fine. Just sleep it, though. Get gotta... some rest. <laughs> rest is good for you. I got another question for you. Ask it! I work with a man who is self-centered and conceited. He's also the department supervisor. He only talks about himself and never listens to anyone else. And since, since he's such a witty speaker, at first people are spellbound by his conversations. It begins to wear thin. He corners anyone and drones on for hours if allowed. How can we stop him? I have a feeling you got this letter from Slythe. <laughs> Fuck him. <laughs> Seriously, Slythe. You don't have to be that way. What a bitch. <laughs> I hate you, Slides. Talking shit. <laughs> oh, I am sorry. I grow weary. This economic recession time reminds me of the fourth age of third earth. Time to slumber. Aww. Aww, thank you, Mamra. That was great. Curse you, lion and the wretched Thundercats. Someone want to close the door? We really need to kind of like put an automatic, like a, an opener or something. We can just yeah, press like, a button. Like a, like a garage door opener or something. We can just oh, push onions, a button and then onions, it onions. Yeah, I win. Funyuns, I'm the winner. <laughs> wow. Paul, would you just shut the door and let him, uh, let him, let him sleep? I don't want to wake him up. I think that dude has a deviated septum. <laughs> so yeah, sounds think. like it. Get him some of those, uh, those One nose of those openers. Guards, yeah. yeah. Breathe right strips and a mouth yeah. guard. Yeah. Poor fucking guy. Imagine that snoring through the entire fourth age of Third Earth. That sounds nice, actually. <laughs> That's what I thought I was going to be doing tomorrow. Sleeping in. No dice? No dice. Boo. Life is cruel. Once again. Yeah. The cruelty. Yeah. Hammer. The hammer falls. Yep. Yeah. I'm making bread! Yes. Congratulations. So follow yes, Barry and his grain. bread Barry blog. Barry has a bread blog. Please right. become a fan of Barry's bread blog. Yeah, Breadblog.omnibuslabs.com. I'm making bread. It's it great. My dad could school you on some bread making. He's pretty good at it. I hear it's made of grain. It is. Yeah. Nothing more fun than reading about a long-haired geek learning to make his first bread. It's a coming-of-age story. <laughs> <laughs> the touching story of a man and his bread. It's too bad John Hughes is gone. He would have bought Barry the rights. Barry has been domesticated, ladies. By the way, uh, let's see more more news that's related to my life. Um, Master Torgo for all of the yeast inside of him. Uh, Master Torgo is the worst roller ever. I, can't, plays, I we, can't deny this. He plays D and D with us, and Mitch rolls up and rolls a three on his first roll, misses a saving throw, rolls it again. Rolls it again. I think he must have rolled like four or five threes out of like six rolls, maybe. It was impressive, actually. Yeah. Bad. And then I say, all right, you've got so many threes. The next three you roll, I'll consider it a 20. What's the next roll he rolls? He rolls natural one. <laughs> Worst ever. You can read more about this on obsidianportal.com slash campaign. It didn't turn out so bad. Shadows of the Dragon God. I got to name 150 foot falls. 
waterfall after dropping over it. <laughs> That's nice. not the way you want to do it, but oh well. Yeah, two things. I never uh, never ran a dragon before in D&D, and I never dropped a couple of my players off a waterfall. That was fun. That was the first. Living? Oh, should we, should we tell them about the t-shirts, or should we leave them in the... Uh, leave them in the dark. Leave them in the dark. Yeah. Let dark, them wonder till next week. Darkness for you, because that's, that's, that's it for Couchcast this week. Hope you enjoyed it. Tune in next week for more Week in Geek and our Tom Fooleris, because it's what we do best. Income poopery. Yep. And don't forget to join Geek Scouts when it comes available in the community near you. Don't forget to sign up for our newsletter on UglyCouchShow.com. And don't forget to watch The Ugly Couch Show, where we touch, tell you what to watch, read, and play. And uh, tell your friends, because uh, we're fun. Share. So until next week, I'm Master Torgo. Dr. Blard. The famous Paul. 80s Jeff. And Dave Raider. And yeah, we'll see you next week in Geek. I'm still saying Geek. Same thing, Yeah, it's, you know what? It's, every, it's, it's official. Yeah, why not? It's now, now 50 episodes, and now I'm still seeing people. Okay. That's some good drugs you got there. You could get your Geek... Uh, Geek Scouts uh, badge and podcasting. Night, Lucky. Night, Dusty. Good night, Ned. Good night, Ned. Good night, Ned.